I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres, and you can follow me on Instagram at, at AskAdamTorres. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be a part of one of my upcoming books, head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, really excited to have Carl Wallace on the line today. He's the managing director of C-Score, and um, I'm told that he was just out here last week in L.A. Um, talking to NBC, Comcast, Google, um, and, and talking about how to create um, really an evaluate, um, a score for evaluating innovation, and we're going to get a whole lot more of that from Carl today. Um, but first, Carl, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Very much appreciate it. So, Carl, let's just, before we get into C-score, which I'm really pumped to, to talk about this because I think measuring and evaluating innovation uh, is super important. I believe you mentioned it was kind of like the FICO score, but for innovation. We're going to get into that, but let's, uh, let's start with your background. How did you become an entrepreneur? Well, uh, great question. Um, I wasn't always an entrepreneur. I uh, followed an unusual path out of high school. Uh, I went into the Marine Corps uh, at the age of 17, uh, not really sure what I wanted to do with my life, ended up becoming a uh, commercial banker, uh, went through uh, bank training with uh, Pittsburgh National Bank out of Pittsburgh, that's where I grew up, uh, went through their management training program at a time when they offered a five-year training program, believe it or not, and um uh, went to night school. I went to night school for more than 10 years to get my undergrad. Um, so commercial banking uh, and finance was my initial um, focus uh, as, as far as uh, right after school and right after the Marine Corps. I, I love your path, by the way. So, and, and the reason I say this is because, you know, sometimes, and especially the idea of still pursuing higher education while um, while working, you know, um, I mean, I think back at my mother. My mother, she doing classes part-time. I think she was in school for like 20 years before she finally uh, earned her master's degree from University of Michigan. So, like, I, I like the path and the idea that you can work and still work towards something. I think a lot of people nowadays are lost on that idea. They think everything has to be done really quickly or else it doesn't happen. And with age or with experience, maybe they, they learn in hindsight, well, hey, in five years, I can have the degree or have the X, Y, Z accomplishment that I would have aimed at or not. Either way, five years is going to pass, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, And it took a long time, but it was good. I, I elevated myself from position to position within banking, ultimately becoming a chief credit officer at two different banks. And I started to do workout and turnaround work uh, for technology companies, workout is a term used by banks when they have a troubled loan or a defaulted loan. I would get invited by banks into those situations for the purposes of fixing. And that fixing could be restructuring, new debt, new loans, whatever uh, whatever it took. And what would your advice be to the person, you know, they're just they're just getting out of, you know, college, they're just, they're maybe not it not going towards exactly what they thought. Maybe they had a degree in finance, but they can't get a job in finance, or maybe they had a degree in, you know, writing or something, and now they're looking at something else. What, what would your advice be to someone like that who is uh, is looking into the job force and, and is a little confused? 
Sure. I think uh, for me, it's uh, don't confuse education with knowledge. Um, uh, education is the degree that you have on your wall, but you should always be constantly improving yourself. Um, and if that means getting additional education or certification, we live in the world of compliance. Uh, that's very important. The second is networking. Um, you absolutely have to network. There are so many opportunities and of course, social media platforms like LinkedIn, but every community I've been involved with in the United States has some type of um, community access for entrepreneurs or economic development, or frankly, just about any field of study that you'd be interested in. Um, and finally, it's communication skills. Um, it, it doesn't matter how intelligent a person is if they simply can't convey the thoughts that reside between your ears. Um, your ability to communicate both verbal and writing is absolutely critical. Yeah, and to me, the that that spot you mentioned about networking, there's really no excuse anymore. I don't care what the field is. You can really, I mean, we're not to the point of where, I mean, people respond. People do respond. If, uh, yes. And if they don't respond on one thing, then you go somewhere else. So if you send somebody a Facebook message, they don't respond, send them a message on LinkedIn. If they don't respond there, send them a message on Instagram. Send them a message on Twitter. Send them a message on their company website. People will respond. Um, over time, and I can tell you from experience that you know I get a lot of email, I get a lot of um, a lot of website inquiries, a lot of other things. But the people that want to get to me, they get to me eventually. They they keep on from different angles, and after a while, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. As a exactly. person followed me on like four or five different platforms, and okay, I think this person's worth a conversation because they're they obviously have something important to talk about. Most people don't really um, follow up to that. Extent. Um, but uh, I, I could talk to you about that all day, but I do want to get into C-score. So let's uh, just maybe transition a little bit, Carl, and uh, let's talk a little bit more about C-score and um, what the clients are you work with and uh, what you do. Sure. Um, so after I left banking, I was um, uh, not chosen to be CEO of uh, a bank. Uh, the board went another way, and as I sat there and contemplated my future, um, I had the luxury of, of a contract payout, so I started my own company. Um, and uh, the, the, at the time, it was pure consulting, but for the other side, for customers and technology firms that were having issues with banks. And that's how I got introduced to uh, technology development, especially with the Department of Defense. Um, and that's when the germination for C-Score started, uh, started to really blossom. And it's pretty simple. Um, you know, I firmly believe we're mo moving toward a, a corporate business model where evaluation standards for startups and early stage firms uh, need to be implemented. And uh, we live in that world of compliance and certifications. Um, and it's truly a corporate world outside of the rule of law. And uh, so where I'm going with this is that I, I was introduced to technical readiness level. Uh, technical readiness level is a process standard introduced by the federal government more than 40 years ago, and it actually provides an objective mathematical valuation for where a company resides in a technical development. So C-Score has simply greatly expanded that process uh, into management readiness, sales readiness, financial readiness, and so on. And then we've also added categories by sector. So we have more than 30 sectors, subsectors, 
uh, where each sector can be mathematically quantified based upon where a company resides in engineering or design or human resources. It's very, very easy to use, and I think the time has come, as I said, because of uh, where we reside with compliance. Mm. And so what would be the ultimate uh, goal of C-Score? So the more that you you kind of get this embedded into the framework of how business is done, what would be your goal for this? So I, I'm, I'm looking for broad adoption. Um, if you talk to large companies uh, and even small incubators, uh, ask them how they evaluate innovation, and the response is uh, really strikingly similar. You get, uh, well, we get a business plan, we get some information, and then we sit around and talk about the business plan, and, and whoever our subject matter expert is tends to opine. And if we like the plan, we invite them in for an interview. You start to see the inefficiencies associated with that. Is, um, and not everyone can be a subject matter expert in every sector or technology. Um, and reading a business plan is really a, a, a hugely inefficient process by which to evaluate innovation. So my goal is to use the simple process of C-Score, which is actually designed for people with no finance or credit background, to collect data and then have the applicant go through a two-page process. Um, again, it's it's based on open standards, so it's, it's not anything that's, super secret, uh, though there is a uh, proprietary process, ultimately the goal is to increase efficiency across the country and ultimately the world in, in evaluating innovation. And so what are the size of the companies you're working with right now, just to get a feel? Like if somebody's listening to this and they're, and they're saying, you know, this makes a lot of sense because this is exactly how we evaluate innovation in my company. We, we have a business plan. We, we look at it. We bring in a subject matter expert. And, yeah, that is flawed, but I didn't know there was an alternative to that. Um, what would be the size of the company you'd be looking uh, to work with? Sure. Uh, C-Score has multiple marketing levels uh, and pricing levels. Uh, we released C-Score in beta last year for the express purposes of getting feedback and, and improving the product. And in fact, coincidentally, it's being fully released this month um, with its new module. So um, we have talked and presented to companies as large as Google, uh, Verizon Ventures with more than uh, 30,000 early stage companies evaluated on an annual basis to small government contractors who look at two or three companies a year. Um, so the pricing reflects uh, is based upon the number of applicants that are processed through C-Score. Um, and we have special pricing, in fact, for economic development and other government-related or university-related incubators. Our goal is to promote innovation. We don't price it so high that you, you simply can't afford it. That's great. No, and I see it. And it sounds like, I mean, ultimately, the more that this is adopted, your goal would be, obviously, more efficiency. And if over time a type of standard could um, be created, that would just uh, lead to ideally less waste, right? Absolutely. Uh, again, I mentioned uh, FICO. Um, FICO was, you know, instituted back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, really pushed on, uh, back on by the commercial banking industry, but ultimately created what we know today is the credit bureaus and the ability to mathematically quantify consumer behavior. Wow. So 
So, and I guess this would be the same, this would be ideally with enough um, adoption, the same thought process, right? Correct. And and that advocacy extends to our website uh, being expanded later this year to the entrepreneur level. So entrepreneurs will be able to come in uh, very inexpensively. Um, uh, you know, the pricing will be different, but they'll be able to actually go through the same process and score themselves and determine where their weakness and strengths are. I think that's a great transition, Carl. So what, what's your website? How can people uh, reach you if, they, if they'd like to know more about C-Score? Sure. It's very easy. Uh, C-Score is corpscore.com. C-Score is short for corporation. So it's C-O-R-P-S-C-O-R-E.com, corpscore.com. And you can reach me at cjwallace at corpscore.com, and I'd be glad to answer any questions you have. I'm doing actually Zoom meetings all over the uh, country um, over the next three weeks as the product comes out. Oh, that's awesome, Carl. Well, hey, I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to uh, to jump on this podcast and uh, inform uh, my listeners on what you have going on with C-Score and how you're trying to make a difference in, uh, in the entrepreneur world. So thank you for that. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in and um, don't forget to go and follow me on at Ask Adam Torres on Instagram, where I'll give you updates on the book tour, um, book signings, all of that good stuff. Um, appreciate it. Um, Carl, thank you again for your time.